Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hi, I'm going to whisper some things to you now about Crunch Chocolate Bars. Because apparently this whispering thing is a thing that makes you feel things. It's saying something crunchy is coming in the candy wrapper language. Mm. Imagine your tongue hiking up those crispy, rocky ridges. Now, drum roll, please. Wow, that's good. Crunchy, munchy chocolate doesn't whisper. Turn up the fun with Crunch. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a half a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome to the Wolf and Our podcast uh, with me, the Owl Ramesh Ranganath and Tom Davis The Wolf Inside the Raid Put a bit of bad boys up inside Yes, yeah, this one how, yo. This one for the old school jungle heads Put a bit of bad boy <laughs> Mate, I love the fact that you've come to this so psyched. What <laughs> a different rom. Uh, You're fired up, man. I'm going to tell you. We're both busting up sort of uh, like sort of black hoodie look. It's kind of mm. cool, man. Yeah. It's yeah. a good, yeah. I like a black hoodie. I do. Very concealing. Do you know, um, so last last week, I don't know why that, that yeah. took me so long to fucking find that word. Last week, when, when I was doing Ranganation, right? So I've just yeah. been, obviously, this is a very cliche thing to say in lockdown, but obviously I've been wearing, living in tracksuits, right? And so yeah. for Ranganation, I've got to dress up. Yeah, relatively nice dress up. Re- relatively yeah. speaking, I don't ever really dress really smart, but, you know, make some sort of effort. Mate, I, I went to pull on some jeans to do the Ranganation. I felt like I was in Guantanamo or some shit. Do you know what I mean? Like the... They felt so restrictive. And I was like, it, it, it was so long. Since, it was like my body had to reacquaint itself with what it was like to be restricted within denim. It was crazy, man. Mate, it's so weird. When we were doing the rehearsals, I was like, it took me like three days. Yeah, five days to get used to sort of wearing clothes that weren't slobby clothes. Like now I've just had to step up my tracksuit game a little bit. Just because yeah. I'm like, you know. But wearing jeans and just having that fit. You know what I noticed is every time like, I sort of went to sort of like bend down or sort of lean down a little bit, yeah. like I just felt like my butt was going to come, like butt cleavage was yeah. just going to come out. Mate, something really like embarrassing. Jessica Rabbit. 
Something embarrassing happened to me last week, man. Hit it, hit it. And I talked to you about it off the podcast. Yeah, I know. What you but mean. it came it came to fruition, right? So the first week of doing the Ranga Nation, I was wearing yeah. a denim jacket with a shirt that was quite snug, right? And I was sat in and obviously so I'm sat and fully exposed, sat down, right? And 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 a lot of clothes, you just I've got clothes where they'll they'll withstand a standing up. Right, you just standing yeah. up in them and walking around, they look good, right? They don't, they they don't hold up when they're under the rigor of of, of my body seated, right? So what happened was, is on Ranganation, I've got a, I've got the director Babs in my ear, okay? So yeah. I'm doing the show and she goes to me, Romesh, um, your jacket's riding up a bit, so I pull it down, right? Oh, and man. she goes, uh, and she said it a couple of times. Now. What I realised, and I think I said this to you, is, is it just was riding up so much that they couldn't, you know, like there's, they can't keep going like jacket, 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 right? So you've got to let it go. She's got a show to direct. She can't be fucking directing my wardrobe, right? Anyway. I, I, but, but it must have been coming up enough, like a considerable amount to sort of, and number one, let me just shout out, Babs, because that is, in our, in our business, a lot of the time, people that wouldn't tell you that. They just let you. I've yeah. I've had it happen to me on a sofa where on a Sunday brunch when my yeah. gut hang out through the whole thing. Yeah, and well, I, I just you know, you know how I knew Twitter. Everyone was just like, "Oh yeah, your stomach is hanging out." No, but that, that's the thing, mate. So like, Babs. Uh, and by the way, Babs, I love Babs. She's absolutely amazing, right? So you're right that she she is that is just one of a number of reasons why she's brilliant. So anyway, I did the show, finished, and I came home, sort of say to Lisa. Uh, yeah, had a bit of an issue. I, did, I didn't even. I don't even think I told her. I was just like, you know, hopefully that'll be all right. I didn't think of it. I didn't think anything of it. Anyway, the show comes out. I get sent a clip, and I'm looking at it, and I'm thinking, what, what is going on in this clip, man? And I, I look at the clip, and just at the bottom of my jacket and shirt, there's a little bit of just my gut. You can just see it's got a direct hotline to my overhang, right, like my little muffin top. Yeah. Oh, so like I, I start watching it now I'm looking at it going is there any way this is so you know what your brain does I was looking at it going is there any way that that could be confused for like maybe brown belt leather like may, maybe <laughs> maybe maybe that just looks like a, a belt right and I thought well I don't know and and, and the, I just thought well fuck it who cares do you know what I mean it was a good show I enjoyed the record who gives a shit and then I just left it. And then maybe two days after, they repeated it. And I get the mess I get a message going, just watching the Ranganation. <laughs> Slightly distracted by your stomach. Like your tummy. Tummy. It was tummy. Tummy is a really like emasculating word for it to say to yeah. a grown man. If you like if you turn around to someone and you oh, have got yeah. a sickly tummy. But but also really but also aesthetically. Like if Chris Hemsworth has his top off, nobody goes look at his tummy. You, you don't describe. No, they say look yeah, at his exactly. abs. Look at his stomach. Look at his abdomen. Look at his six pack. Yeah. They don't say look at yeah, his yeah, tummy. Yeah, yeah. Look know, at that sexy washboard stomach. <laughs> as soon as I saw the word tummy, I thought not only have I identified it, it's not a good look. Um, but the truth is, I'm going to be honest with you, it was actually quite a. I just didn't care. I just sort of thought, well... Yeah, but you know what I'm seeing from you in this? Is it's quite nice in a way, because it feels like you sort of... 
you feel quite sexy and you still feel, feel like you feel in yourself quite You're free. Such a dickhead. Like, that's what, no, You're no, such a no I didn't respect that. No, I had so much respect that about you because it's like, I, I was, when you started this story, yeah. I was like, fucking hell, man, I'm going to have to pick, pick Rom up here because like, that's just fucking horrible. Like, yeah, and I've been there. Yeah. But at the end of it, you're like you. You basically turned to me and you're like, "But Tom, man, I don't care. I felt free and I felt liberated." No, I did, no, 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 no. I didn't care because I just sort of think, even if my shirt and jacket were covering my stomach, I st- I don't look good. So who gives a shit? <laughs> Do you know what I mean, it's- mate? I, I I genuinely I'm with you on that shit. Yeah, I find it so hot. Like I know that I've got seven weeks now filming King Gary coming yeah. up. And so much of that is done in dressing gowns and with ill-fitting t- tight t-shirts. So yeah, I completely. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something now, man. And I think I've said it to you before. I know that you and I both have our, our, our fair share of body issues and stuff like that. I think you always look great, and you always you own your look, man. I, I, I really respect how you look. So. Look, I'm just telling you that. That's that's how I feel about it. That's very kind of you, man. But mate, you bust. Yeah, you. you, you you got a fucking good vibe. I actually genuinely like, you know, a lot of your clothing, a lot of your style, man, I pick up from you. Actually, I want oh, to no. talk to you about um something on this basis. Because, no, I've just got frustrated uh, over the last few days, we're saying. It's just okay, genuinely drive me fucking mad. And that is, yeah. I think it should be illegal to make tracksuit bottoms without zips on the a h- Mate, 100%. Fucking hate it. Hate it. Like, I, like genuinely to the point where I'm like, I'll say this now on the podcast. Anyone who's listening who is fucking over six foot five needs some tracksuit bottoms. I've got a shit ton. I don't want them in my home. I don't want them anywhere near me. I'm done with them. Like, like, I, it's, you know, when you get Mate. in your car, you got your fucking phone in one uh, pocket, you got your keys or a little bit of loose change or a card. I'm yeah. constantly just reaching down can, the back can of the t- Can I tell you something? To people that make seats. tracksuit bottoms, if you're making tracksuit bottoms without zips on the pocket, do you know what you're doing? You're contributing to anxiety levels because when I'm wearing when I'm wearing a pair of tracksuit bottoms yes. that don't have zips on the pocket, I have to look for my wallet about seventeen times that day. I have to look for my keys twenty five times. Every fuck it, you just go. Oh, hold on a minute. Oh, it's not there. Right, where have I been over the last hour? And then you've got to fucking retrace your steps because these yeah. pricks can't put a, can't put a zip on a pocket. Yeah, it's a fucking joke. It, do you know it's laziness? It's like genuine late. And you know what? Now we're we're in a we're in a time where we're buying fucking tracksuit bottoms, and they're not like cheap now. Tracksuit bottoms. No. It's like a, a, a genuinely like I tell you what. Big props to Adidas. Going to shout out Adidas because actually a lot of Adidas bottoms are coming with a, a sweet sweet zip now. Even the more sort of like you know, okay. What's going on with you? In a, uh, what's going on with you and Adidas? No, I'm just saying. Have you so been I'm sent? Gonna, have you been sent? Have you been sent some Adidas stuff? No, I haven't. I wish in my dreams. But you know what? This breaks my heart to say this. Go on. Fuck you, Nike. Whoa! Fuck you, Nike. Great trainers. Great trainers. But would you be sending out trainers without shoelaces? Don't send out. For Nike, fuck it. I'll tell you what. It's like literally, right? It's like gold dust trying to find a fucking pair of Nike bottoms with uh, with a zipping. So, you, yeah. I, I, you know what? Like, when you pull on a pair of tracksuit bottoms, you put... I've got one of those little... You know the little metal wallets that you slip the cards in, with, yeah, like yeah, proper yeah. slim. I've life. seen you with it. I've seen yeah. you with it. Yeah, yeah. You showed you've everyone. S- you've seen oh. me with it. Yeah. <laughs> you showed everyone. You were showing it off on the set of King Gary. Shut up! You got it, Shut up! <laughs> Such. A, can you imagine that? 
Oh God. Do you know what? You've actually you've actually made me feel sick thinking about the imaginary me doing that. Even though I know it's not true. Even though I know it's not true, I sort of got a slight bit of anxiety thinking about an alternate reality, like a sliding doors moment. Just you walking up to like me and a couple of the grips and just going, You alright, boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just uh yeah, obviously there's a lot of credit card fraud and stuff going and people can yeah. Just bought this little metal wallet. Yeah. It's great. So, so I, I couldn't have noticed. Look. I couldn't have noticed you got quite a large sort of bulge in your pocket there. Is that because you're? Are you carrying an orthodox wallet? Is that what's going on there? <laughs> nah, you a lot of um, a lot of people can just chip and chip and trace them. Yeah. So no, uh, no, it's good. It's good. Like if you notice there, look, I've got my wallet in my pocket. It's not changing my silhouette at all, is it? Literally, and that's because like people start calling you Billy Metal Wallet. <laughs> but you know when you put you pull on your track, you pull on Billy your, Metal Wallet, you pull on your tracksuit bottoms. You put your yeah. wallet in, you put your keys in, you zip up your pockets, you feel great. You're relaxed. Oh, mate. It's such a big deal. Such a big deal. Mm. And, and you know what? I, you know, look, I think it's fair to say we can big up brands on here. We can also, you know, we can, Stone Island, Stone Island uh, tracksuit bottoms. No zips, but cost a fortune. Yeah. So, you know, look at that, guys. Just think about Seriously. it, tracksuit bottom people. I don't know why yeah. I refer to you as a group as that. I mean, that's... Well, I like to think that there is a group of people who work within... Like, I, that, that's the thing that really excites me about the world, is if there is people who get together and there's like a little forum, they all just chat about tracksuit bottoms and the ones that they've... Well, they, they, must have, they must have a meeting, right? So they, they, they sit down yeah. and have a meeting about what they're going to have, how they're going to design these tracksuit bottoms. And so you, it's, it's plausible to assume that during that chat, they go, should we put zips on the pocket? And yeah. therefore, yeah. somebody has said no. And you yeah. are a <laughs> all right? <laughs> it's literally someone sitting at the fucking end of the table, like Lyle or someone. And they're like, and Lyle, these are great new um, designs. We love the tapered leg. Um, really, really nice. Very soft feel. Uh, and obviously you're going to go the whole 100 yards and you're going um, to put zips on them. No, 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 no. Why wouldn't you put zips on them, Lyle? Just can't be bothered. It just yeah. feels laziness. Yeah. Are you trying to make a saving? Yeah. Like, why would you not? Nobody's gone. Do you know what's really annoying about these tracks and ones? The zips on the pocket. No, they, they nobody. No, no one in history has ever complained about a zip. I'll tell you what, I would love to fucking buy the person who invented zips a, a big old pint. Because actually, that's someone who's very much underrated in our society. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure the person that invented zips is desperate for someone to buy him a pint. Yeah, but that, do you know his name? What? I don't know. YKK. You, no one knows his name, but he's literally one of the most important people in life ever. Mm. Mm. Yeah, like he basically trumped buttons. At one point, you'd be fucking, we'd be, oh, cool, we don't get buttons on our tracksuit bottom pockets. And this is a guy who comes along and goes, no, I've invented something better than that. That's what really annoys me. We know all these other people like Picasso and stuff, right? But the guy who invents zips gets nothing. Well, I imagine I'd be the... he got a shit ton of money for it. I mean, he's not got nothing, has he? Well, I, I, I bet he's not as rich. I don't as think. King I don't think when he was sat there making, inventing a zip or everything. I don't think he's thinking, I hope this makes me famous. Yeah, but this think... is this is my annoyance with fame. He's like, no one knows this poor poor guy. What do you poor mean, woman? poor guy? No, I mean man or woman. It could be either. No, I'm not saying that. No. What I mean is, is like, why are they poor? Why have you assumed that they've got like they're having a bad time? Because they've done they've done something amazing for right. the whole of society, for the whole of humanity. Yeah, right. They've genuinely done something that that's that I th I think I can't even put into words. But if I was, I'd say it was splendid. 
what they've done. You couldn't put it into and, words, but if you could, you'd use one word and that word is splendid. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's... <laughs> I, would, uh, I would like to just meet his ancestors. Just Why? Get to know them. Just because I just think they're an amazing group of people. His ancestors? <laughs> yeah. Do you know what ancestors know. are? Do you know what ancestors are? Yeah, his okay. kids and his no nieces no. and nephews. No, and... no, no. Oh, right. If I'm on a train heading anywhere in the world, right? I'm sitting there on my own. I'm just having a little chill out. Guy comes, girl comes, someone comes and sits opposite me. They're like, "Oh, my name's Claire or Bruce or Danny or whatever." Right? I'm like, "Hey, do we get chatting?" They say, "Oh, my uncle invented the zip." I'm like, "You sit there, right, for a second, because I'm going down to the drinks cart and I'm buying you an ice cold glass of wine." Can of Stella, and if you want some food, that's on me too. And then you'll sit you down do. and you'll go, and she'll go, why are you buying me this stuff? And you'll go, because I've always wanted to meet the, an ancestor of someone who invented a zip. And she'll go, you don't know what ancestor means, do you? Because ancestors <laughs> are people that come before you, right? Your great granddad is an ancestor. Your niece is not one of your ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine you sitting down, all proud of yourself. You got her a glass of wine. Enjoy that, girl. You have that because you don't know how many scrapes your uncle Billy got me out of. You're one of his ancestors. Any family of his family of mine? No, I, I'm his niece. Oh fuck! I never knew that. For yeah. years, I've called myself one of my father's ancestors. Lots of other people you haven't, have you? Well, yeah, if you, that's how I use ancestors. That's always how I've used it. Okay. Also, ancestors was basically a fancy name for family member. No. Like kin. Yeah, kin is good. Yeah. Now, while we're on this subject, I owe you a huge apology. Oh, I've been looking forward to this all week, actually. Okay. I owe you a Go massive on. apology. Now, last week on A Wolf and Owl, you know when people talk about egg on their face? I basically fucking opened a, a, a fucking chicken shed of eggs and pulled them all over my body, right? And I'll tell you why. We had the discussion last week about pernickety, right? Now, somebody in an yep. email used the word persnickety, okay? Yeah. Um, and then you said, I love that word. I absolutely love that word, persnickety. One of the world's great words or whatever, right? And I said, it's pernickety. And when you said, well, I think it should be called, I think it should be persnickety. I think I prefer persnickety. And then I went into my usual sort of clambered onto my high horse and uh, and I ripped into you about it, right? And we talked about language, the evolution of language. And you said, well, you know, persnickety is a better word, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I have since been informed, right, that not only is persnickety a word, right, not only is it actually a word, it is, it did develop as exactly as you explained it, right? So the Americans, mm. Americans took the word pernickety and they started saying persnickety. And so now pernickety and persnickety are both words. So, so basically, what I'm going to say is deeper than yeah. just that one word, isn't it? How do you mean? 
what you are saying. Well, no, we get to this. You know, we we come here okay, quite a lot. Before you carry, before you just before place. you carry on, I am gonna I am gonna let you finish this point. I just want to say I have thrown myself at your feet here, metaphorically yeah. speaking, in apology. I've been apps. I fully committed to this apology. And what you're about to, I don't know what, what, I don't know what you're about to say, but it feels like you're about to take that and make it bigger for some reason. That you're not, you're not satisfied that I've prostrated myself in front of you now. You are now, you now got to take it to no, one listen, step further. Go listen, on. listen, I know how hard it is for you, right? To sit astride your high horse, right? To pull him to a stop, to pull your little feet out of his stirrups, right? clamber off on down him and then from there clamber onto the floor with your high horse staring at me going oh god he's done it again and me having to sort of look down at you you know sort of like looking a little bit sad on the floor look mate i'm not gonna fucking make you feel bad about this what i will say is this it's not this is bigger than persnickety and pernickety right the fact of the matter is my knowledge of how society works actually was bang on and it was, yeah. So how, it's how can you say like... that not three minutes after explaining that someone's niece is their ancestor? The, the, the... <laughs> it's an incredible move by you. I've got to say, but for you to take, yeah, no, no, for you no. to, by the way, for you to guess that persnickety exists as a word, right? Pure guess to turn that into. The statement that you understand society better than me is a fucking a bold move, even by the wolf standards. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. You understand that, look, I not only knew that persnickety in a way was a word, right? But also that how it evolved. And that, and that, look, mate, this is the thing about you, right? You're a fucking great guy, right? But sometimes, you know, you're a bit like a stuffy old professor, like an old dean at a high school in America. And, you know, you know, the way you see the world and, it, you know, it's all quite sort of like rigid. And then you've got this free spirit. I'm not a hippie by any means, but I'm coming in and I'm fucking, I'm challenging society. Right? And that's... Jesus Christ. I, I, it's... Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply.
I mean, I know, I know, you, I know you're, I know you're school. doing it to wind me up, but it's st- even, even despite knowing that, what you're doing is rank. <laughs> if we were teachers at the same school, right? Yeah, you'd be walking around, and I imagine you had like an old sports jacket on and a pair of sort of like. Cords, what would you? What would you wear? What would you wear as a teacher? I'd wear a leather jacket and a pair of like quite sort of cool ripped oh jeans. Oh my god! You, can and... I tell you something? Can I, I, I used to work as a teacher, and you were. That type of teacher, absolutely the biggest prick at a school. Usually worked in drama. Usually asked the kids to call them by their first name. Absolute piece that's of what shit. I do. That's, that's what I yeah. do. I just say to the kids, awful, like, awful, awful, mate. Yeah, awful. Right, yeah, but you'd be literally like, oh, I'm going to bloody get even with him. <laughs> that's how I see it. Anyway, right. like, you know, you'd be sitting in the staff room with your cup of sort of like instant coffee, you know shaking at the hilt with anger because I'm there, buddy, just laughing and joking in the playground, doing like body popping or whatever. Oh, mate, you and your leather jacket body popping with all the kids. And then everyone's going, oh, Mr. Davis, you know, Twat Davis, he's out there. Remember to call him Tom because he's one of the cool kids. Oh, look, hello. Oh, yeah, all right, right, kids. Tom's out again. Tom's going to do a little bit of, uh, I should bust out the caterpillar for you, boys, shouldn't I? Did you ever join in sports day when you were a teacher? No. I mean, I, w- I went to sports days. I didn't join in. No, but I thought it was there not a teacher parent race or anything nah, like that. That. Oh, that all stopped by the time I... I, uh, I did play in... I did used to play in like the sixth form staff football game, so... How was that? I had a bit of a bad... Uh, basically, I, was, I mean, this isn't... I was I was playing for the staff team um, and, yeah. and the PE teacher, the, the, the head of PE there, was a, he was the deputy head at the school. He said to me, can you play for the staff team tonight? And I'm shit at football. And I said to him, yeah. I, I said to him, I don't, I don't really know, man. Like, I'm not really, I'm, I'm not really up for it. And he goes to me, look, we need numbers. He goes, what about if I put you on as a sub and I'll only bring you on if it's absolutely necessary? And I said, all right, fine. So I turned up and it must have been 87 minutes into the game and he was playing up front and he pulled up with a hammy issue and he and he just sort of like signaled to me to come on right so i go on can i just interject yeah quickly here sure i'm so hoping and this is his one of your best mates at the end of this story is you score an amazing goal and win okay. the game well so we're i think we were like two one down or something like that right so oh man come so on. our winger mr bagnell playing on the left wing he's like he gets the ball and he charges up the pitch, right? And I run into the box completely unmarked, right? Um, because they think I'm a sucker, right? They're not going to bother to mark me, these six formers. Um, he crosses the ball in, right, quite low, and it's coming towards me. And as it comes towards me, I think to myself, I wonder how I'm going to celebrate this, right? And as I do that... <laughs> I shin it over the crossbar. I mean, it, it 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 was it was more difficult to miss it than score. That's like it was like pretty much open goal, and it went over the crossbar. At which point, right, the whole crowd, staff, parents, students, all just started like jeering and booing me. Right? What? Why would they do such a horrible thing? Because it was just so embarrassing. What? I, like it was such a screw up. Yeah, but jeering and booing. Mate, I mean, it was like a sort of slightly panto, but like. Yeah, yeah. And then they started going. Oh, what did they start going? Get off, Rangers! Get off, Rangers! Because that's what they used to call me. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad. 
the other thing I wanted to say to you is like, so today I've been filming Rob and Rom. I don't, I, so yeah. first apology. Secondly, a thank you because yeah. I was filming Rob and Rom today. I had a bit of a, like a long week on Ranga Nation and we normally do the, uh, we normally do the podcast and then the bonus app at the same time. Right. So it's sort of like two and a, two and a bit hours or whatever. And you text me today and I, I'd spoken yeah. to you about doing the podcast and you texted me today and he said, let's do the bonus one another night. Have yourself a bit of chill out time. It was such a thoughtful and wonderful thing to do. And you've made my evening a lot easier. So I just wanted to say thank you for that, man. Mate, that's genuinely okay. As I've said on this podcast before, we break each other's nuts. But um, I do genuinely worry about I don't think you've ever said those words. What, breaking? Yeah, I'd probably, well, we'd sometimes break each other's nuts on this <laughs> podcast. But also, you know, I do worry about you. I know how hard you work. So, And I thought also, you know, if you're working tomorrow, it's, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Hopefully you've got Lisa a card. Um and a gift. Have you got Have you got Catherine you sh- a gift and a card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course I have. What'd you get? Her? Just some um, some nice earrings, uh, like a sort of little bit of jewelry, and uh, just a card, one of those moon pig ones. With, what do you think? What do you think of these? What do you words. think of this? Because uh, it, was, it was Lisa and my anniversary uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I got her one of those moon pig cards, and with her face on it. No, it was like a it was a, a beach scene. You know where uh, you know where people right. put their names in the sand, and it was just like Lisa loves Romesh or Romesh loves Lisa. I can't remember which word. Oh, that's cute. You know, genuinely, right. right? I felt a little warmth just run through my veins then when you said that. It was very cute. Um, uh, but thank you. But, yeah, she liked it. But uh, what I was going to say is, do you think the novelty of that kind of personalised card now? I mean, it's so easy to do, and you order it, and it and within a day, like the next day, it arrives. Do you not think like? Is it? I think it's up there with a person who invented zips. Wow, you think you think well, yeah. that you no, think just... the personalised greeting card is up there with zips? Yeah, of course it is. Remember how many times in your life you forgot cards? And pre- I tell you also, it's not just cards. You know, to like get presents there as well. Okay, we're sort of less talking so... about Moonpig and more about sort of the internet in general, aren't we now? But <laughs> no, the Moonpig, you can get roses. You can get both roses, as in the chocolate roses, and in the um, they've done a deal with roses, Cadbury's. You can get roses on there, yeah. and you can also get flowers as in roses, mate. I tell you, they look. Whoever thought that out, I just think it's one of the most generous and free okay, okay, people you'll okay. ever meet. Whoever, th- I, I, I don't understand your sort of attitude to to the corporate world. In your head, any celebrity that advertises a product is scum unless they regularly use it. But if they've invented this, if they've made this company that sells personalised cards and have done a deal to sell you also, to also top load your order with with other shit like chocolates and that, that they're, they're a saint. They're, they're they're doing society a service. It's so mad. Yeah, because that comes from a very good person who sort. No, do you know more, what it is? It's, pe- it's people this. feeding on your desperation. Right. What happens is they know that you'll be on the website. You've ordered a card. If you're ordering a card close to the event, you're probably shitting yourself a little this bit. This is the trouble with what you. What do you mean? This is where me and you are yin and yang. I see a really decent person who stepped in to help people who go, oh, bloody hell, it's my niece's birthday tomorrow. What am I going to do? Moonpig. That's what I think is like there. It's there now. It's in our society. You go, oh, great. Boom, boom, boom. The next day, you get a video message with your niece going, oh, thank you for the picture card. It's amazing. Little do they know that you ordered it a day before. Years ago, you'd never have been able to do that. So someone has stepped in and gone, 
I don't ever want anyone not to have a birthday card on their birthday. Okay. And this is what that, I'm that do. might okay. Listen, that might have been how this came about, right? That might have been the inception of Moonpig. I don't think everyone that works there, all the printers and stuff, have got this. No, I'm values. not suggesting you answer that. What, I'm, what, I, my problem is not with the cards themselves. It's with that other thing you're talking about, the chocolates, and the 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 wine bottle and the all that shit. That is exploitation to a degree. It's yeah. commercial exploitation, right. and I tell you why. They're not. You can't tell me they're putting that on there because they're trying to help people out. You can't, you can't believe that. I mean, look, you make, you make a valid point. I personally think that their heads are, look, these people have forgotten cards. They've probably forgotten presents as well. Yeah. So you can get like a fluffy... Yeah. Let's, ha- let's help them out by putting another product on and putting a markup on there that's arguably immoral, Right. So this poor, it's the same desperate thing as people pr- who start service stations, Romesh. They're there to, to fool people. That's what they make. You know, there's some things, right? Like, don't get me wrong. You get big commercialization. I'm with you on that, right? But there's also things that have been out there to help us as human okay. beings. But but what I'm saying is, give us a leg up. What I'm saying to you is, is that I think they're a company that are trying to make money, right? And I've got no issue with that because that's just. We've all got to make a living somehow. They've spotted an opportunity. They're doing it. What I, My issue with what you're saying is I don't think they're like Jesus, which is how you're talking about them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not comparing them to like or Jesus. Zips or whatever. I think, look, I think, right? Listen, I think they probably looked at the guy who invented Zips and thought no one even knows a fella's name. Right? And that's let us be known synonymously as the people right, who get stuck in and help people in the birthday card. Can you get birthday cards all around the world with Moonpig? I don't know. I mean, I hope so. Why? If not, they should definitely do that. I'm just thinking if I, like, I haven't got any family that I have to send her. If I do have a friend somewhere at some point who lives in America and I need to send my birthday card, it'd be good to know. Yes, sure, sure. Maybe uh, maybe you should email them and tell them. Um, now, <laughs> I'm just thinking. Uh, there's something else I need to talk to you about. Okay, um, yeah. I messaged uh, Crispy. I'm not. I'm not uh, the donut company. Right now. Right. Okay. Oh, wow. Now, last, wow. if you listen to the bonus episode, you will know that Tom and I uh, had a situation where Tom thought that Krispy Kreme was pronounced Krispy Kreme, uh, and I believed it to be Krispy Kreme. I say believed it, it is pronounced Krispy Kreme. And we played a YouTube advert or an advert or whatever, and uh, Krispy, it turns out it was Krispy Kreme. Right? Now, at that point, Tom was enraged, okay? He said he didn't want to yeah. buy donuts from them again. Um, and he said, I, f- I feel sorry for the poor person. They obviously was supposed to be Krispy Kreme, right? But this guy, this poor person that named it Krispy Kreme has now had his name bastardized by people calling it cream, right? That's what you yeah. said. Okay. Now. Yeah. And then off the back of that, I said I'd get in touch with Krispy Kreme. Now I've done that and they have responded. Okay. What? Yes. So. Well, the guy who owns them. No, just it's Chris, from somebody there. from the company, right? I mean, fucking hell, mate. You're asking a lot, aren't you? I mean, getting in touch with the original guy that did it. Oh, I just got excited for a minute. Um, okay. So I've said, I messaged him and I said, we've been talking about you on our podcast. I didn't bother naming the podcast for unnecessary detail. Was Krispy Kreme originally meant to be pronounced creme? I said. Yeah. Hey, Ramesh. Hope you're well. We've always been pronounced as cream. Vernon Rudolph founded Krispy Kreme in North Carolina when he purchased the recipe from a French chef and produced the first Krispy Kreme donuts in 1937. 
Hope this sorts out your query. Regards, Krispy Kreme. Right, number one, I'm seething with you for not saying what the name of the podcast is because that's a listener we've lost. Right. Well, let's hope they don't listen after the way you fucking put the boot in on the company last week. Well, if, if you thought that was bad, I actually think that, that fucking Rudolph, what's his name? Rudolph Vernon. No, Vernon Rudolph. Vernon Ver- Rudolph. Ver- Vernon Rudolph. Vernon Rudolph, right? That French shit, have you ever been to France? Yes. Yeah. Right. When you speak to French people, how do they pronounce cream? Uh, I, I have been to France. For you to assume that means that I've talked to a French person about cream is a weird jump. But no, right. If you know anyone French, I implore you now, my friend, to as soon as this podcast is over, to get them to voice note them just saying the word cream, because it will sound something like this. Cream, cream, cream. What's the, what is the... Well, I, I, I like the taste of cream. I assume you're, you're arriving at a ha- point. Can you tell me what it is? Yeah, because the, the French pronounce cream as creme. Do you know the, uh, do you know the chocolate eggs? With the fondant filling? Yeah. Yes. What do you call those? Uh, Cadbury's creme eggs. <laughs> Look, right. That's, again, actually, the thing about this that really bothers me the most is that is that we have all these long discussions about fucking whether ancestors are, are like nieces and nephews or whether granddads and grandmothers and whether rhinos or should be called rhino, yeah. We and and look, I'm always up for discussing. Mm. I, as I mm. say, you know, I'm out there in my leather jacket, fucking body popping. I'm a free spirit. Yeah. But the thing that annoys me is you, even yourself, said Chris. I mean, look, I've had a lot of messages from people supporting, also saying they won't be having Krispy Kreme donuts again. Tom, first of all, you've just lied. Look, there's absolutely no way that people say I'm not going to be having Krispy Kreme donuts anymore. Okay. So that's bullshit. Second of all, right, why, why is this such a big deal to you? Because it just annoys me. Because I, I feel now... But, how, but, but, but you're, you're getting annoyed by your own mistake. You should be annoyed at yourself. I'm, yeah, all right. I'll it's like, it's like, you, it's like, it's like four... me going to you, what's your name? And then you go, Tom. And I go, how do you spell that? And you go, T-O-M. And I go, I think that should be pronounced Tom. I think it's fucking ridiculous that you call yourself Tom. But do you know what? I don't think we could be friends if you're going to insist that that's what your name is. Yeah, right. The fact of the matter is, I've been in Krispy Kreme, right? And I've called you it Krispy been in, Kreme. You haven't no been in Krispy Kreme. I'm going to tell you that. Yeah, I've been in Krispy yes, Kreme. Correct. I think Krispy Kreme sounds cheap and horrible. Okay, but uh, fine. Listen, that is a valid opinion, okay? It absolutely is a valid opinion. What it isn't is something to get angry about. In your opinion, in your no, opinion, I, it would be better to, if it was called Krispy Kreme, yeah. right? In your opinion. I there's a part of me right where I always work on like having a goal and having an ambition. There's a part of me that is going to work fucking hard for the next five ten years as hard as I can and try and buy Krispy Kreme and turn it into Krispy Kreme. I mean that's a hell of an ambition that in ten years time you're going to buy out Krispy Kreme. Well, I think if I can bring the price down by really bad mouthing them around the way. <laughs> Let's put that to one side. Your name issue. They are great donuts, though, right? Yeah, they're the best donuts in the world. Okay, so I don't really. You know, feels weird to me that you're gonna let that you're gonna let that go on on the sake of a name technicality. I know how much you love your food. Yeah, I just feel it. Just feels I don't know. Maybe the illusion's just gone, and it's just not what it's like. Anything else in life, you believe in something, you think it's going to be fucking there forever, and actually isn't what the thing that you thought it was. Or and that's just getting or older. 
it's the thing is exactly as you thought it was. It's exactly the same. Absolutely nothing's changed. You've just had a mistake pointed out to you, and it's not the apocalyptic thing that you're making it out to be. I mean, that's the other way of looking at it, isn't it? Yeah, I guess that we've probably both got a point that we should move on. Well, I think one of us has. <laughs> Right. You ready for some uh, emails? Yes. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's pull the scab off this, baby. Email time. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> this email was sent... I mean, first of all, I, I would say to you, this, the first thing that struck me about this email is it was sent at 5.05 a.m. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's someone who's getting up early or staying up late, right? Yes, yes. Those are the two options, I'd say. <laughs> it's like doing a podcast with Luther. <laughs> Genuine what happens if we record on a Saturday night. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to... He's not asked to be anonymous, but I'm keeping him anonymous because... Right, okay. Because he's a trainee teacher, right? And I, th- wow. I, I think by putting his name on this, he's underestimated how how kids can conf- kids confide you, right? Like when I was... Right. You know what? So I used to teach at the school that you used to go to. Go to. Not, not the yeah, same yeah, time, yeah. right? Yeah. But I used to, I used to no. teach at the Beacon, right? And um, I was head of sixth form there. And just before I joined the Beacon, I did a new act comedy competition, right, in Brixton. I can't, I can't right. remember what it was called. And so I did this gig, and it was like it was. I'd, I'd, I was really, really new, right? And and so I didn't really know what I was doing, but I was, you know, just started doing stand up. And this competition, there was about three people in the audience or something like that, right? It was like, you know, it's proper, right. like, you know, one of those where you rock up and you go, okay, this yeah. is... You've got to bring a friend type thing. Yeah, yeah, one of them, right? So I took Lisa, poor cow. And um, anyway, I did the gig. And then for some reason, they decided to put this gig up on YouTube without checking with everyone. I didn't even know they were filming it, right? Really, I hadn't paid attention, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, one of the jokes in the set, right... Was yeah. a bit about how Sri Lanka, like petrol stations, always got Sri Lankan people working there, right? So I talked about when yeah. I was at uni, and I'd hadn't managed to pull, and I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself and horny, so I'd go down to the twenty-four hour petrol station to buy myself a little jazz mag, and then yeah. my uncle Raj would be working behind the counter, like some guy, right? And then I'd say, and so I couldn't buy a mag then; I'd have to buy like a cheese and onion pasty. And then the punchline is and do something with that, right? So the idea is I'm sort of wanking into a pasty, right? So very early on in my career as a kind of closer for my set, right? Anyway. Closer, wow. Imagine, yeah, I know, I know. Imagine, so imagine, <laughs> this, imagine this, right? Imagine this. I am at the school that I am head of sixth format. I'm teaching my year 10 class. I'm handing out textbooks. And one of the kids says to me, Mr. Ranganathan, can I ask you a question? And I go, yeah. And he says, do you like cheese and onion pasties? Whoa. Wow. Bravo to that young man, but wow. And then I go, <laughs> I go, what? And he goes, do you like cheese and onion pasties? I said, they're, they're all right. And he goes, all right, just wondering. And then I was like, yeah, oh. I mean, that's such a kid way of doing stuff as well. Yeah, incredible. But incredible. And it's obviously gone yeah. around the class. He's basically you. He's gaslit you. Yeah, 100%. Right? And then for the rest of the lesson... Like a couple of kids are going, are you? But you do like you do like pasties, don't you, sir? Don't you? Right? I'm yeah, getting ter- you give them an inch. Now they're taking a mile. Yeah, I'm getting terrorised. Right? 
the whole yeah. time. At this point, mate, I don't know that this has happened, this YouTube thing, right? So, right. so this is my first discovery of that this might be in the public domain, is this kid asking me the question, right? So then I've got to right. teach the rest of the lesson thinking, fuck, this could be like across the whole school now for all I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know how widespread this cheese and onion pasty wank fest is. So like, as soon as the lesson finishes, I sprint to my office. I say sprint, I walked with purpose to my office, right? I look and I find that- they- Where are you running, sir? Where are you running to, sir? You've got a cheese and onion yeah. pasty in your You've office. You've got a pasty waiting in the office for you to give a good seeing to, you dirty bastard. Um, sort of running through trying to avoid like knocking kids over with my flailing leather jacket and i get into my office right <laughs> and i and I, I sit down and these pricks have put it up on youtube i shat myself mate I, I emailed the competition i said you need to take this down immediately i've got legal representation they're gonna like you know blah blah thankfully later on that day they took it down but it was too late by then teachers other teachers i was new at the school other teachers had seen it like all the wow. students had seen it. I ended up having to go to speak to the head teacher about it. Well, because you were getting bullied. No, I wasn't grassing anyone up. I had to explain to her why her new head of sixth form had a video online well, of him get, talking I... about wanking into a pasty. Yeah, but obviously, yeah, you were getting teased by everyone. And it's like... Not teased. I was, I was not teased. I'm worried about my no. job, the reputation yeah, of the school. That, but... All the kids and everyone are basically, it's like, had got, look, this is what I'm talking about. Like, I fucking just wish I was there with you at that time. Because I'd have had your back. That would have been so weird. What, I'm teaching a lesson and you're what, stood just at the front of the classroom? (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes you need a buddy of, like, someone looking out for you. I'd have said, just, and you should have owned it and just gone, yeah, man, I I like wanking to a pasty. That's how you would have handled that. Well, no, I mean, I certainly wouldn't have been sprinting around the school crying cry my eyes out to their teacher. I didn't cry I'd my have... eyes out. <laughs> I got it taken down. The staff had found out about it. I ended up having to go and speak what to What did them. the staff say? Did you have to like, speak to everyone about they it? Think it the they, thought it, they thought it was funny. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course, I mean, it's a good, it's a, yeah, it's a good joke. No, not the probably, joke is funny. Went... Not the joke. They didn't think the joke, they didn't say the joke was funny. The, the how it like how the whole situation they thought the situation was funny you know I mean? i'll tell you what man that just shows you the mental endeavor of young of children they've literally known that you're coming in yeah. you've not even been there that long yeah and they've straight away googled yeah. you yeah. found you yeah i tell you what man they're fucking you know and they've and they've owned you mate that if i was if i was those kids you know what i'd have done what i'd tell mr van Ganathan, can we uh have a where were you after class and you'd have been like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, bloody hell. And then, um, as I said, I know about the, the video about what you do with cheese and onion pasties. Mm. And if you don't give me A's for all of these lessons, I'll, you know, you'll bloody know. Um, I mean, there's a couple of things sort of to pick up on there. First of all, you don't give students grades for every lesson. All right? That doesn't happen. That has ever happened, all right? Secondly, I'm not responsible for the eventual GCSE grade. Do you know how exams work? No, I didn't take. I didn't do my GCSEs. <laughs> I didn't what they it. could have done, what they could have done, though, is they could have asked for money, I suppose. Yeah, they could have done that. But then I reckon grades are better than money. Or they could have got you to do their exams for them. Yes, and, and, and how would that have sort of... How do you envision that panning out? Well, you could have snuck into the like security room where all the papers are right and like just sort of found like 
the kids in question and then they're exam- I mean actually this is quite a cool film if you think about it yes and the the climactic scene is a man sitting at a desk doing an exam paper he was a teacher <laughs> he was a wannabe stand up comedian yeah and and yeah and then my uncle Roger's working there yeah. and, uh, and then what are you going to do kidding. what are you going to do I had to buy, I had to ask for until cheese and onion pasta <laughs> until one day his kids found out. Listen, Mr. Ranganation, if you don't do our exams for us, we're going to come clean and tell the mistress what you're all about. <laughs> oh, no, you can't do that. One man, six exam papers. Six? This is tested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh, we haven't done the fucking email, have we? All right, come on then. Uh, so, no. so, the email is, help me out, please. I'm a trainee teacher and I'm going through a really tough time with the online learning extravaganza us teachers have to deal with. As a former teacher, um, that's me obviously, how would you, but it's, it's this is the both of us, how would you deal with a group full of arrogant students who you know full well are unworthy of your time, who persist to ignore any form of question you ask, but love to cause controversial debate via chat on the online chat function? I need answers. Um, Number one, fucking go down to the level, mate. What does that mean? Because at the moment, well, he thinks he's superior to them and better than them. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, listen, I, I, I am not saying that you should not be a teacher and I'm not saying that you're you're not going to be good at teaching. Well, right? this is a good idea. Go Just on. quickly, sorry to interrupt. No, go on. Right. What about, you like this, I think. What if he pretends he's a new kid in the school and makes a fake profile? He makes a new kid. <laughs> yeah, like, and he just comes in called, like, I don't know, you know, Luke Robinson. Right. And he's like, Hey guys, yeah, I'm Luke. I'm a new kid. <laughs> I don't know what else, what else, that you know. But you know, what do we all think of that teacher? And if he Luke's quite harsh about him, and then turns around and goes, actually, I think he's all right. That could work. So what? So so this kid's being horrible, and then this new kid goes, actually, I think he's a really good bloke. Yeah. If he said like, oh, are you the other high? Week, a bunch of kids. No, no. I'm just saying that this is the things you've got. No. Are you? Like, this guy, are you? Tra- I'm in. The, I was in the middle of giving this guy genuine advice, and you've come up with this thing about dr- dressing up as a kid and <laughs> dressing up. They're in a chat room. Oh, they're in a so chat room. Right. Just... Sorry. Right. Okay. okay. So, but, no, he's got dre- I mean, he could dress up if he's getting into character. They're in a chat room. Right. He says it's an online teaching course. Right. If no, no, goes, no. It's not an online hey, teaching course. It's like he's te- he's teaching on Zoom, and yeah. you, you know you got the chat function on there. Yeah, all right, gotcha. So he's getting heckled on that chat function. So, I yeah, think. but okay. So, what you could do is go, um, hi, guys. Um, you know, today uh, we're joined with new pupil by the name of Luke Robinson. And, yeah, good kid. <laughs> but he's secretly Luke Robinson, right? <laughs> no, I get, I get that. Luke, I get it now. I get it now what you're saying. So, then right? what does he say? And when they're all being like out of order and stuff, he comes in as Luke Robinson and goes, oh, yeah, you think this guy's out of order? or Mr. Whatever, blah, 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 is out of order. The other week, I was nearly beaten up in a fish and chip shop, and he stepped in and fucking saved my life. And what do you think that will do? <laughs> the other kids, it's easy, mate. The other kids will go, actually, he sounds like a pretty cool guy. Yeah, all the kids will go, why are you such a fucking pussy? You're getting your ass handed to you in a fish and chip shop. You have to have a teacher step in for you. Fuck you, Luke Robinson. That's what will happen. Yeah, I don't think, I think they'll go, okay, Mr. Blah, blah, is actually a decent, fucking no, he's, he saved Luke's life. You know, yeah, yeah. Look, then, this kid that, who, whose name we've never, we've not heard until this second just now. And he seems to have the no, same. Probably, he seems he to have the same email address as our teacher. No, 
No, Luke would have to integrate himself into the class right. by saying a couple so, of wacky So this is over, and... this is over a few. Is this over like a few weeks or something? No, I give it two weeks of two Luke weeks Robertson, of Luke right? just being it's... quite cool and like sort of chipping in with like <laughs> just saying yeah. like, yeah. what's your favourite hubba bubba? Right. Like, uh, you know, I did a hundred kickups in the garden this morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like a really cool um Instagram page for Luke as well, right. and, like buy some followers. Yeah, so he's got quite a good like you know, and from there you you build the sort of like infamacy yeah. as Luke, and then at the prize moment you do that, and then all the kids are like, oh my fucking god, like, I didn't realize Mister Blah Blah was such a cool guy, mm. and then you know, and then it's like oh everyone, some bad news, <laughs> Luke Robertson has uh. Yeah, he ran away from home, or he, you know, I don't know, he got a job in America. Who announces that? He's, <laughs> the teacher. The teacher. The teacher sort of kills yeah. off, effectively kills off Luke Robinson. Yeah, you'd have to get rid of Luke. You couldn't do it for too long because yeah. it'd just be mind numbingly crazy. So this, kid, this or, guy, or this guy Luke Robinson, has just come into these kids' lives for two weeks just to make Yeah, them... but everyone from, from their whole lives were just all, because that's the nice thing about being a kid. Yeah. Years later, you know, you bump into one of your old schoolmates and, and go, oh, fucking hell, do you remember that kid when, during the pandemic, who joined our class called Luke Robinson? Mm. And they were like, yeah, he got, nearly got beaten up by a fish and chip shop and Mr. Blah Blah saved him. It's like, whatever happened to him? Yeah, okay. I mean, look, I, mean, so I, think look, I, I don't, I absolutely don't think this is what this guy should do. But in terms of actual sort of logic, I suppose there is something to it. Um, what was your advice then? Well, you know so much. I, I, listen, I would like to think that this person is laying it on a bit thick about what he thinks about the students for our benefit. So like, so this thing that's, this bit that stuck out to me was how would you deal with a group full of arrogant students who you know full well are unworthy of your time? Okay. Now, this is kind of where I think the problem lies a little bit, right? Is that when I was a teacher, one of the things that I found with behavior management or anything like that is kids will accept any type of bollocking from you any type of demands that you might make if they, in their heart of hearts, believe that you like them and want the best for them, right? And that was always the case for me. And it's always the case for for all teachers, I think, most teachers anyway, is that they want the best for them. The teachers that struggled with their kids, their classes, are the teachers whose the kids just didn't think the teachers liked them. Do you know what I mean? And I used to, you'd occasionally come up against it. You'd work with a teacher who just the way they talked about the kids was so horrible. And listen... We all have classes that we used to complain about. Do you know I mean you have difficult classes? But yeah, you would yeah. never, you would never say those kids are arsehole. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't think they're, they're bad kids. You'd just be like they're challenging class, or I really found it difficult. Oh, bloody hell, like they were, a, they were a nightmare today. But that is the class being a nightmare. I, I think if you don't think those kids are worthy of your time, that's sort of where the problem starts, really. Do you know what I mean? I, I think yeah. that. You've got a sort of genuinely listen. I'm not an expert by any stretch, but I I always felt like if you if you formed a relationship with your class, no matter how challenging they were, if you formed a relationship with your class where they thought that you wanted the best for them, and you're all working on for the same thing, that's half the battle's like done, man. Do you know what I mean? And, and then from then you're dealing with kids who think it's okay to do this, that, and the other. But then when you do pick them up for it, they're like, okay, well, I don't want to let, you know, this guy is looking out for me. You know, it doesn't always work as simply as that, but I think that's a starting point you should be going for. So there you go. That's that's my kind of take on it. And if that doesn't work, just call on good old Luke Robinson. Yes, absolutely, yeah. 
Uh, do you want another email? Yeah, let's go for another one. You really enjoyed that. That Luke Robinson bit really tickled you, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is from... I don't, I'm going to keep this anonymous as well, all right? Cool. Okay. So, uh, hi, Romesh and Tom. Uh, I don't know if this is just me, but I honestly don't want nothing for my birthday or Christmas. I'm 27. I have a fiancé and four kids. I have pretty much all I want within our price range. People seem to get annoyed when I reply nothing when they ask me what I would want for my birthday. They always say there must be something you would like when there generally isn't. Uh, I'm not ungrateful or anything. That, or anything. The things they do get me, I do like, usually aftershave or clothes. My fiancé doesn't like that I'm like this, but I'd rather her spend her money on extra presents for the kids than me. <laughs> Am I some kind of arsehole for this or not? Have any of you felt like this? Um, I feel like that all the time. About I'm, I'm with him here. Go on. Are you with him? Uh, yeah, I, I, look, man, I just think that's, you get over a certain age as a guy and it becomes impossible to know. Because I think, number one, you can buy most of the things you want anyway, as you mm. say, within a price range. Yeah. And then I think you, the stuff that you maybe want that's a little bit more expensive, uh, you don't really want to think of you being selfish enough to take that thing. What I will say is take up golf. That's a good hobby to have because there's always presents that you can have that are golf uh, induced. Um, so, uh, yeah, like, yeah, your wife, your wife and kids could buy bits and bobs to do with golf. So, or another hobby, darts, maybe fishing, uh, cross stitch, whatever you're up to. Just, yeah, maybe take up a hobby. That could be quite cool. Cause then, yeah. And let us know what you take up. It is, uh, I mean, you don't have to do that, but that, that's good advice, Tom. What I do think, okay, listen, I'm sort of nervous about saying what I'm about to say because it's a bit of a gender generalization, right? But, Rum, getting edgy. <laughs> This guy doesn't give a shit, bro. He just says what he <laughs> thinks. Um, okay, this is not a gender generalization. I'm just talking about the situation that in my relationship, right? So Lisa is very, very good. At, and I don't think she's doing this for because she wants to give me tips about what presents to get. But she's very open about what she likes. Do you know what I mean? And like, I know if I'm getting Lisa a present, she's quite easy to buy for, right? In terms of yeah. she's into her clothes you know, she's into gym, she's into uh, shoes and all that. So it's it's very, very easy to buy for her, right? And she, and also, she if she likes something, she talks about it, right? So, you know, like, and, and, and not even in a, just in a hinty way. She'll go, oh, these are quite nice, da, 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 da. Now, it might be that I'm a fucking mug here and actually what she is doing is, that's exactly what she's doing is dropping hints for me to get her shit, right? But what I'm saying is I generally don't have an issue getting her stuff. She says that I am almost impossible to buy for, right? Yeah, Catherine says that about me. Right, and that's because Lisa knows I'm into trainers, she knows I'm into comics, she knows I'm into hip-hop, right? But what she doesn't know is what within those things she should buy, right? Like, do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> because you got... Because my tastes are so specific, what she worries about is that she's going to get me a thing that she thinks is a thing that is in that area, and I'm just going to go... And she gets it wrong. Yeah, this is absolutely the shittest example of... Do you know what I mean? Like... So, so I, I mean, I don't like know. When you're a kid and your parents buy you really bad trainers. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember I like. I think these are Yeezys. <laughs> no, these are just, these are just Adidas trainers. Because the, the truth is, if you ask for something, you know, if you, even if you said, uh, I really want a shirt, right? Surprise yeah. me. And then your other half or your kids or whatever, go out and get a shirt. And then you open the shirt and you're absolutely buzzing. Your your fiance will be so, like delighted, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your kids will, you know. Yeah, 
I think that's 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 the greatest great gift you can give someone. Yeah. And, and that's will what you birthdays have, all about. Yeah. And in a few years' time, you're going to have uh, a really happy family and uh, a cupboard full of shit you don't want. And yeah. what a wonderful place to be. <laughs> Tom, before we before we get into your uh, your closer, which by the way, yeah. a lot of people are, are showing a lot of love for in the email. Um, well, that's good to hear. Thank speaking you. of which, if you do have any problems, questions, or feedback, please do email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. Um, how do you think this episode's gone, Tom? I've enjoyed it. I really have. Mm. I've learned a lot, actually. This has been like a... But also, so, look, I like to think that... Every, yeah, we, a lot of people message and say that this is essentially is not a format here. It's just two idiots who are just chatting. There's quite a lot of people who have called us wallies this week for some reason. Mm. Um, but the truth of the matter is, I like to think that I learn a little bit of stuff on this from you, and I think you learn a lot from me as well. So you learn a little think... bit. Let's just you learn a, you learn a little bit of stuff from me, and I learn a lot from you. Yeah, but you know were what? The, were it's... the words you used there? Yeah, but look, I'm not going to start getting persnickety about oh. you know who <laughs> who who teaches who what. You know, there's words and there's phrases and then there's street smarts. Mm. You know. And I think we can all take a little bit of that home today. Yeah, I think people. I think I don't think knowing the word persnickety falls under the umbrella of street smart. (laughs) (laughs) You prick! All right, Uh, Right. Tom, can you uh, take us out, please, brother? Yo, what are memories? You got any? Can you remember a kid who could fish? So well, he'd throw that line as far as anyone you've ever seen. Or could you remember the kid who scored the hat-trick in the closing game of your school's cup final? Or the kid who turned up on his first day in ballet shoes and did like a periset and danced around the room in wonder, in absolute adoration? Do you remember the kid who got every answer right in your spelling bee to much amazement? Sometimes we don't remember people's names. Sometimes... Those names are drifted away by the sands of time. Sometimes faces as well also get forgotten. But I like to think that when you're sitting there and your mind wanders from the work you're doing or the thoughts that you may be having and you think back a while, you can maybe just remember one kid who stood up for something he believed in and making a teacher's life that little bit better. I want you to remember Luke Robinson. This is his ballad. I can't can't believe you made that about Luke Robinson. Yeah. A couple of things I want to say to you before we go. First of all, are you going to sort your fucking chair out? Yeah, I know. Sorry, I've had quite a lot of insults. I actually went out. I did. I I got Amazon to deliver some WD-40. Shout out WD-40. So I'm going to sort it out this week. Um, We're doing it a day early, man. I've, I've I've stepped up for Monday. It'll be done for the bonus episode. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. Guys, thank you so much uh, for listening to the pod. Um, are, are we supposed to tell people to like, like, and you know that, that people review it and stuff? Does that make any difference apart from, does that do You know anything? what the difference it makes? What? It brings happiness. It's, it's a nice thing to know people are enjoying this. Yeah. Okay. And I think, I think that's what the world needs a little bit more. Because, I, you know, I, let me just, just finish with this. The guy who runs my local baker's, I went in there the other day and told him a cake that he'd made was the best cake I'd ever tasted. So is that a central shop? Is it a central shop, is it, a baker's? Yeah. 
It's food, isn't it? He does like, he does bakery stuff, bread. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I said that cake I had last week from yeah. you yeah. is the best cake I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It was unbelievable. And tears rolled down his face. And he said he would tell everyone that he knows. And I just walked out and left it. Is that a true story? Yeah, that's a true story. That was the best. You know was that the that was was that was it the best cake you've ever eaten in your life? Mate, it was unbelievable. It was the, yeah, but but not even just like it wasn't. Even, I'm not even saying that's like a, a sort of like Stewart's inquiry. I'm saying by head and shoulders, it's like ten furlongs. It's the best cake I've ever eaten. All right, well, um, it's incredible to me that when people send you free stuff, you name them, but for some reason you want to anonymize this baker that made you the best cake you've ever had in your well, life. Well, I'm a bit worried about getting him in trouble now because he might not. <laughs> Maybe it shouldn't be open at the moment. <laughs> so I'll replace it by shouting out Nature Can. If you've got any problems <laughs> and anxiety, Nature Can yeah. for me is the best CPD on the market. If you're feeling anxious because you, you've got a baker that you love closed down for being a little bit <laughs> loose-lipped on a podcast, get yourself some Nature Can. Uh, all right, brother. I'll see you next time. See you down the road. I love you, boy. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.